The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What makes a successful entrepreneur? One who is constantly worried about the success of their business to the point where they don't have any time for themselves? Or one who keeps an eye on business but also makes time for the rest of their life? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn how to create an amazing, successful business and still have time for a life. Now, here's Shirley Dalton. Hello and welcome everyone. Thanks for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have your company. This week I'd like to say a big hello to our listeners in the US, Australia, Europe, China and Japan. It's amazing how small the world can be when we have such an international audience. Each week our mission is to bring you the experts to help you reclaim your freedom and create your ideal business lifestyle. Our guest today, Mr Fred Gillen, is a recognised public speaker and published author. Based in Melbourne, Australia, Fred works with business owners to help them understand what they need to do to attract more clients by using the power of the internet to grow their businesses. A global expert with decades of street smarts and business experience, Fred is well positioned as a great mentor and an online marketing strategist and authority. Welcome, Fred. Thanks for joining us today. No, it's a pleasure, Shirley, and um, thank you for the opportunity. I'm looking forward to it today. So our theme today, Fred, is marketing. Do you know if it's working? But before we get into that, I just want you to give uh, listeners a little bit about your background, if you don't mind. You've been in business for a long time, and so I'm sure that they want to know your story. What I've found is that for the majority of business owners, we start in one area, go through a number of transitions, and eventually evolve into something far different than where we started. So how about you? Yeah, no, that certainly applies to me. I, I've t- turned 64 this year, so I've been around for a while. And <laughs> just to give the listeners a, a little bit of a, an insight, I, I started off as a page boy when I was about um, 11 years old and took, you know, the, the normal school holidays. So that was my first entry into the corporate world, and my pay for that week was two and six. So that kind of <laughs> gives you my... Uh, but my age group and what, what money was like at the time. And, uh, and I, because I was living at home, my mum took the $2 and I, or the two shillings rather and I got the six pence. So, so that was a good start to my um, endeavours into the corporate world. The, the next thing was I took on an electrical apprenticeship, mm-hmm. completed that in five years, and then at the end of that I migrated here as a, you know, a newly fledged electrician to Australia. Uh, started my electrical contracted business after being here for about 18 months and then kick goals on that. Um, and in the mid-80s, the PCs were starting to come in, and I was a tinkerer, so I got into building my own PCs and importing stuff from Taiwan and China. It wasn't China so much at the time, but um, we, I'd import stuff and then sell to friends, and that got me into the retail arena where I actually opened up a shop um, in Melbourne mm-hmm. um, selling PCs and, um, you know, packaging them up and, 
supporting local businesses. So my marketing started, marketing expertise probably started from that stage. So from that, we got into consulting on com, um, configuring computers on my, on networks. So it wasn't community networks. It was actually electronic networks. So we'd sell, you know, consultancy in doing that. And then I moved into project management probably later on in life with um, some of the major nationals like the national banks and the Optus, which is a big telcos, and a few other of the majors. But uh, although I was in the IT arena as a project manager, my passion was definitely in helping people to market either whether it was just their presence within the IT arena or outside in, in the, the sales arena. So that, that's um, probably a brief insight into the life changes I've had along the way. So I've been involved with a lot of things and changed all the time for the better because I felt the changes coming on. And it's even now like we're looking at this, you know, evolving electronic um, medium where we're talking about videos and uh, audios and everything else to communicate with people. Well, you know, 10, 15 years ago, we wouldn't have been talking about this. So no. life changes. We've got to go with the times. It does change, and I can remember my first full-time position was in the motor registry, uh, and for our overseas listeners, that's where people went to get their car registered and get their driver's licence, and I'm showing my age now too, and I used to type them out on a typewriter with a piece of carbon paper in it, so you learned to be a really good typist because there was nothing like spell check, and if you made a mistake, you had to white it out, then you had to rub out the carbon bit with those little tiny thin... Um, rubbers and uh, and now people have their computers and the spell checks and you know you just type and you don't even think about it so um, I admire you Fred that you have been able to go along with the change and in fact not just go along you know some people come along and they're uh, screaming and um, pulling in the sand behind us but what you've done I think is you've actually identified some changes and you've been uh, amongst what we what would we call the early adopters yeah, no, I tend to agree, and, and sometimes to my detriment. You know, there's been a few things I've had a go at that have, have pushed me back a bit. But but if you don't, if you don't have a go, as we say in Australia, um, nothing's going to happen. You know, you've got to get in and, and test the waters and see if things work and, and learn from the experience because that's what life is. It's it's just a learning experience. Mm -hmm. So so what have you found is the similarities and the differences then between when you had your bricks and mortar business where you were selling computers in the retail business uh, to market and get customers in and then the difference between now where we're attracting our customers via the internet? You know, what are some of the similarities and differences in marketing that you've actually found? I think one of the, the big ones is that um, people – you know, when they do their marketing, and I'll use the phrase lightly, when they do their marketing, they just um, throw ads out anywhere and hope that some of it sticks and, mm -hmm. and they hope that they get some sales. And if their sales are increasing even mildly, they're usually pretty happy with the results. But they're not really getting down to the nitty-gritty of it and looking at what's working and what's not. So 90% of the expenditure that they're using in their marketing could be going down the drain. They don't analyse the results. I mean, if you go back a few years when the Yellow Pages was really popular and people were throwing thousands of dollars at, you know, full-page ads in the Yellow Pages, mm -hmm. and you'd ask a simple question, well, did you know it works? They'd go, well, our sales are okay, we're doing okay. But they never even got down to the basics of asking the customers 
how did you hear about us? I mean, it's a, it's a very basic question. And then you can find out and build on that. So it helps you attract the customers that are coming in because that's what you want more of. You know, yeah. you've got a customer that wants, wants your product, wants what you've got, and that's really what you want more of. So you really got to look at what you're doing, analyse it, um, write down what's working, what's not, and what's not working, you dump it. What is working, you increase it. And it does sound so simple, doesn't it? But yet we find that people actually don't do that. They don't ask the customers how they heard about us. And, you know, there's all sorts of ways that customers can hear about you. It could be through the yellow pages and uh, answers to that question about is it working. Some of the question, um, answers I've heard from people is, well, it's the biggest ad. <laughs> it's got to be. But as you say, not necessarily. And, um, and in fact, I remember working with one client one time on something else and he was really proud of himself and he said, I just made $5,000 today. And I said, that's really good. What did you do? And he said, I just cancelled my ad in the yellow pages. And I thought, that's a really interesting concept. <laughs> he, he sees that he made the money because he you know, didn't have that expenditure and he said, we found out it just wasn't working. So, um, yeah, we can just have our little little uh, name in it and uh, and of course we've all seen what's happened to the yellow pages now and most of that's all gone online as well so yeah okay so what you're saying there is that similar whether you're in a bricks and mortar business or whether you're in online marketing you need to be analyzing it and you need to be finding out where where your customers are hearing about you so if you're listening to this listeners thinking about your own business there uh, how would you answer that if Fred was coming into your business and asking you, do you know what's working and how would you be finding out? So Yeah, no, it, it, and that's spot on. I mean, that's that's the initial question. Like when I go and have a chat to clients, my first question is, well, well what are you doing to attract clients? Mm-hmm. And, you know, are you advertising? Are you just looking at your customer base or are you just hoping that people find you and come in? And then we developed a conversation from there because – most of the, the clients I deal with are doing some form of advertising. Now, if you're not doing any advertising, then you're really just hoping that something's going to happen. Yes. You've got to be proactive to attract people. <laughs> and as my accountant taught me once, he said, Cheryl, hope's not a strategy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a matter of just, you know, you, you, you've got to do some form of advertising, but you don't want to do everything. So you try something, test it, measure it, and then tweak it. And if it doesn't work, you dump it and try something else. But you don't try half a dozen things at one time because otherwise you don't know what's working, what's not, and you don't know what to adjust. I think that's a really important point that you're making there. You, you said you try it. You test it. So when you say you try it, I'm presuming then that we come up with an idea. It could be some copy or it could be an offer or it could be a new medium. We think, well, let's see if we advertise here, we want to attract these types of customers. So we're going to try it. Then we test it and measure it. So we test it as in we actually do it. We put it out there and then we measure the responses that we've got and then maybe even tweak it. So I remember listening to a conference one time with a copywriter and he was saying that they made one change with a letter and it was adding the letter s to something and it just made it plural and and I know that we did that with our copy one time we had a brochure and it said um, we helped a client 
you know, do X, Y, Z with these systems and the copywriter person said, let's just put clients because that's what you do and made all the difference. So there's tweaking it and then looking at it and if it's not working, then dumping it. But what you said, apart from that, that was really important was that you try one at a time. Yeah, that, 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 that's um, in my book anyway, and, and I advise my clients to do it, is that, you, you know, you, you try one thing, and, and it doesn't have to be, you know, on a monthly basis. You could try something for a week, and mm-hmm. but you must, if you do too many things and you don't know what's working, and, and, and you might find that, you know, a couple of things are working if you do it. So you can't isolate what you need to adjust to get the best return on investment, and that's what we're all talking about. Um, Advertising is not an expense, it's an investment. So you need to get out there and invest in yourself and invest in your business. But you also need to make sure, excuse me, you also need to make sure that you're getting a good return both on your time and your energy and the monitoring investment you're making as well. And the only way of doing that is to analyse what's happening. All right, well, I think we'll leave it there for this um, minute and we'll have a short break. So, listeners, looking at your advertising and marketing, could you answer those questions if Fred asked them to you? You want to stay with us because when we come back, Fred's going to share with you some strategies for how you can actually analyse that and get the most out of your marketing. Stay with us. We'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. And we're talking today with online marketing strategist and authority, Fred Gillen. And we've been looking at your advertising and marketing, whether you're in a bricks and mortar business or whether you're in an online business. 
every business needs to advertise and to market to attract customers. So that's the first question. Are you doing that? And then the second question is, is it working and how do you know? And so, Fred, you're going to give us some examples now of how we can work out, how we can actually analyse our advertising and marketing. So um, what do we need to know? Okay, well, obviously it depends on what marketing forum you're going to use to attract clients. But let's take, for example, somebody putting a, an ad in a local paper. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that you've got to do is find out a way of your customers telling you that they're responding to that ad. Now, one of the ways of doing that is to actually have a statement in the ad that says, please quote this ad for a special deal. Mm -hmm. um, so, so there's something specific that the client has to do, or it might be, you know, bring the ad in to, a, to get the special deal, whatever that is. The other option that, uh, and I'm talking about bricks and mortar type businesses at the moment as well. Mm -hmm. So. The other option you've got is that there are now, because of technology, you've got virtual numbers that are available, which means that you can get a phone number that's purely online, but it's dedicated. So it means that you can, and, and they're, you know, they range from about three bucks a month or something, so they're not expensive. Mm -hmm. So you can get these online and you can associate them with any ad you run so that when somebody rings up to get more information, it goes to that phone number, which is redirected to your your business number or your mobile or cell phone, whatever that might be, but then you can get the numbers on that at the end of the week. So you can say, okay, we ran the ad, we've had a hundred responses and, you know, so the ad's kind of working and out of those hundred responses we actually made 10 or 12 sales. So you can start looking at that and analysing whether the cost of the ad, the cost of the phone service all works. Um, so there's, you know, there's a the, the couple of things. With the online stuff, um, probably Facebook is the flavour of the month at the moment, Facebook ads, mm -hmm. so, and Facebook has its own internal analysing tool, and it's, um, you know, it's Facebook Insights, so that gives you a full rundown of what's happening with your ads, and then you can tweak and change your ads to suit. And the, the big one is obviously Google Analytics, because if you don't, even if you're not running any ads, and, and then we haven't covered this topic, but... I'll just go into it briefly. One of the things that a lot of people do is they think they need more traffic mm -hmm. to their website, but they haven't got a clue what's happening. So the first thing before you start running any ads is to find out what your current situation is. And the easiest way of doing that is to have Google Analytics deployed on your site. Now, Google Analytics is free. It's a free service put out there by Google. You get your web developer to drop a little bit of code on your website. And then Google will actually pick up every time somebody visits your website, where they came from, what the search um, phrase was, how they found you. So there's a ton of information in there that you can decipher to work out what's working and what's not. So um, I, I think the big takeaway from that a little bit of the conversation was that you need to get that line in the sand first before you start making any changes. So if on a website, definitely Google Analytics, get the reports, uh, have your web developer have a look at them, help you, and have your, you know, your marketing mentor, whoever it might be, have a look at the reports and see what the best things to do is. So there's lots of tools out there that can certainly help you get, um, get an understanding of where you are. I've just lost you then, Fred. Oh, okay. Where, how far did I get up? 
Oh, okay. It was just the end of your sentence then. It sort of uh, broke out. So you just said that it can help you work out where you where you are? Yeah, well, it basically can help you work out where you are and where you're meant to be. So, that, and I was finishing off then anyway. Oh, okay, great. And and that reminds me of um, when I worked in the franchise organisation, we used to get the beginning franchisees to send in reports because we needed to see how they were going and we would give them specific ads to put in the paper. And first of all, we had to check that they were actually doing that. So writing down a report actually meant that they would do it. And then it was actually helping to teach them to analyse their advertising because they would write down, so say they advertised in the local paper on Wednesday and Saturday, and then they would write down the number of appointments that they had, or phone calls I should say, the number of phone calls that they um, received from that ad. And so they would ask, where did you hear about us? And people would say, oh, well, we saw it in the local paper. So they'd make a note of that. And then um, depending on the conversation that they had on the telephone, then the person would either book in for an assessment um, or an initial consultation, if you like. And so they were writing down those numbers. And then what we were teaching them to do was to look at their, what we call their conversion rate. And so you get a percentage of that. And so if you convert, say, uh, 10% of your inquiries into customers and you've got 10 customers but you want to have 100 customers, well then you know that you've got to then go back and multiply out the number of people that you actually get to talk to. And so again what you're talking about is really important here Fred in terms of analysing. Um, it's not just that marketing as in where, where um, we're getting the leads from, it then moves over into the whole business where you can start to look at your conversion rate for leads into appointments, appointments into business. And, uh, and I think you're raising a really important point here with this analysis because if you don't have that information, you can't analyse and if you can't analyse, then you've got no hope of improving your business. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm absolutely passionate about that and, and it's, I mean, you covered it off in that conversation. Then you just said that the first thing they asked the person when they answered the phone was, how did you hear about us? Or, or it might be the last question, where, you know, you don't have to ask it up front, but as a final closeout on the call, you would say, oh, by the way, I'm just interested, how did you hear about us? And you, you tweet that as, oh, it was the newspaper ad, or it was the radio ad, or it was the TV ad, or it was a website. So at least you, you can then tag all of those boxes and work out where your customers are coming from and where you need to spend your money. Yes, and I think you also raised another really important point when you were talking about Google Analytics, and you mentioned that the majority of people think that they need to get more traffic but um, the, the thought that popped into my head then was, well, it's nice to have more traffic, but first of all, uh, is it the right traffic? And then are they doing anything once they get onto your website? And, uh, and I think that's a really important point. So what have you found? Have you got any examples where you can um, explain the difference there with you know, getting traffic and then what happens? Well, it's a very good point. The, the thing about traffic is that um, if you're getting traffic and with the tools, Google will tell you where, how long people are staying on your, your site, what pages they're viewing, um, where they're going and what's happening. In the majority of cases, a lot of 
um, visitors to a website because for whatever reason they found you on Google or search engines, they'll come to your site, but where they read the message, it's not con congruent with what you've got in your site. So they might have been looking for, say, a landscaper, mm -hmm. but they find a site and the site for a chapter just mows lawns. So he's not a landscaper, so they'll go straight off that site and not engage him. And vice versa, if they, you know, they're looking for a lawnmower guy and they get to a site and the bloke's just doing landscaping, um, they'll drop away. So you need to look at what people are searching for um, and what they're doing in your site. So if you're getting conversions on your site today, then that's great, right? You can work with that. But if your site's not, get, not, in, not converting, why would you drive more traffic to it? <laughs> you need to fix conversions. So you need to find out what's wrong with your site, fix it, and then spend money to drive traffic, not the other way around. Oh, I love that. And it just reminded me then of, you know, it's like having a restaurant and advertising to get more people in, but you've got no food. <laughs> oh, sorry, we've run out. <laughs> yeah, put the power's out, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it, it's really important that people look at the current situation. And, you know, I don't know whether you found this or not, Shirley, but when I talk to my clients, my first question is, well, what do you think is wrong? And the answer is invariably, they know. They'll tell you exactly what is wrong. So they know how to fix the problem. They just need somebody else there to guide them through. But, you know, 90% of the people I talk to, when I ask that question, they've given me the answer of what I need to do to fix the problem. That, that's really interesting, Fred. How is that? How is it that people know um, the answers? Because they know better than you or I do. Right, so they know, like, and it might be that the, the customers are coming in are all the wrong customers. Well, then change it, you know. Stop inviting the wrong customers in the door, you know. It's, it, so it's, it, if something's wrong, you've got to fix it, just change it. But, but 90%, you know, they, they've got a good feel for how the business should be working, what's wrong. Most people turn around and say they want more customers, but shouldn't that be you want more quality customers? Like you want more people spending more money with you. And that could be your existing customers. It doesn't have to be new customers. So, you know, there's a lot of tweaking that can go on within a business without spending a fortune on advertising. Okay. Um, and that, that's really interesting there when you said that um, most people know what's wrong. But what I also heard there is that they don't necessarily know how to fix it. So if I'm attracting all of these customers, and like I did for a while, what I called the naughty boys, and uh, I get all these guys who are doing coaching and all they'd want to do is argue with me. And I thought, well, this is no fun. Um, <laughs> but knowing how to change that is, is the thing. So I get what you're saying where the business owners know exactly uh, what's not working but not necessarily how to fix it. So I think we'll leave it at that for now because I think that's a really important point that we can come back to. So listeners, let's find out in the next segment how you can fix what you know is not working. Stay with us. We'll be right back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. 
Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover BusinessFreedomFighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. Well, today we're looking at marketing and whether you know whether yours is working and if it's not, what you can do about it. And the key word today is analysis. You need to be analysing your marketing because you need to know what to do more of and what to do less of. And we're talking today with Fred Gillen. And Fred, we said before we went to the break that some people know that their marketing isn't working because they're attracting the wrong customer. But we want to know, well, what can we do to fix it? You know, we don't want to get more of the wrong customers, as we said before. So um, I know that they're, they're not the right ones. What can I do to fix it? Well, the, the first thing you've got to do is work out what's wrong with them, you know. So if they're not the right ones, what, what bit have they got associated with them that you don't like and it's not there? So that's the first thing. Then the second thing you need to do is work out who are the right ones. Mm-hmm. So what, in your mind's eye, who would be your ideal client, you know? And it might be that, um, it, is it male, female? Do you only, you know, do you, is the majority of your sales to the female market or the male market? Is it an age group? So is it, you know, teenagers or middle age or, you know, um, old age people? Who, who is your, your ideal client? What age groups? What, you know, what gender? Uh, what do they like? You know, it, um, what are their in- interests? Because they might have interests that are aligned with your product. So if you can isolate that down, so the closer you can get to your ideal client, the better. Because if you just throw, you know, if you throw... Um, something to the wind, it's just going to float out there. It's not going to bring back anything. But or I use the analogy of fishing in a pond. If you go out into the ocean and you fish, you've got a good chance of getting a fish. But if you go to a trout pond that's stacked with fish, you've got a much better chance of doing it. So, you know, work out if you want to go out and pick any fish or if you want to have that trout. So, so isolate your ideal client, but write down on a piece of paper what, what it is, what gender, um, what they buy, what other things are they interested in, and then go for that market. So it, it just, you know, niche it down. So, and that'll make your life a lot easier. Mm. 
and, and that reminds me, like when I said I was attracting all of the naughty boys and I thought, well, I don't want to do this anymore. And um, I don't know, just naturally did exactly what you're saying there. I thought, well, who do I want to work with? And then I looked back at the clients that I actually really enjoyed and got great results from. And uh, what I found was that they were men over 40, married, with kids and a boat. <laughs> and now, uh, if they didn't have a boat, they had some sort of motorsport, a motorbike or, um, you know, a jet ski or something like that. They were into the sport of some sort. And it was really interesting to me because the younger people were still learning about their business and they were still working hard and trying to juggle work with the family. Whereas when they'd gotten to about 40 odd, they're looking at their business and going, well, wow, uh, is this as good as it gets? You know, who are those people over there? Oh, they're my family. <laughs> so um, they were much more motivated, much more willing to do the work in order to create their ideal business lifestyle. So... I really get what you're saying there and I really want our listeners to get that um, what you said is gold a minute ago about um, what's wrong with them. If you can isolate what's wrong with them, then you can find out well, and say, well, that's what I don't want. So what's the opposite of that? What do I want? And so... Um, so then, Fred, you, you were also telling me during the break about knowing your customer. And so, again, as I looked back on mine and thought, well, who are all the people that I enjoyed working with? So how do we get to know our customers? You had a really neat strategy for that. Well, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's true. But there's a few things. It, like, obviously, it's to try and build a relationship when somebody comes in, in whether it's a bricks and mortar or online, it doesn't matter. But you've got to build a relationship with your client and they've got to see you not just as a salesperson but as a, a friend, a mentor, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. So you've got to build that relationship. And one of the things I did, and this is going back to the days when I had the computer shop and re it was a retail outlet, and we were selling, we weren't selling um, lots of machines or lots of PCs every week. It was actually, you know, a, a low volume business but it was high profit business. Mm -hmm. So we would spend a lot of time with the clients. And one of the things I actually did when the client would come in, we had we had a coffee machine on all the time. So we, all, we sat down and we had a coffee and it wasn't straight into sales mode at all. So we'd have a conversation. But And I'll cut this short a bit. But at the end of the conversation, I would actually, when the person had left the, the building, like Elvis, I'd actually mm -hmm. write down the conversation in the book. And so I'd have a page allocated to that particular client and we'd have the conversation, a bit like, you know, the current stuff where you keep track of people, but I'd have it down in the book, and when the person would come in the next visit, I would immediately flick to that page and have a look at the previous conversation, and if the conversation was about the kids, I would reference that. Someone might talk about Jenny and the dog or something like that and ask how they were going, and the fact that I knew about Jenny and knew she had a dog suddenly built that relationship. So that was one of the tricks I used in the early days of keeping a relationship going. So, And, you know, a lot of the memory was there, so I, I would remember some of the stuff, but the fact I could remember specifics when the person came into the shop actually made a ton of difference for me, and I had repeat clients, you know, going out of my ears, so it was, you know, it was a good exercise. And that's all I'd encourage clients to do, is to get you know your clients, but don't just treat them as a, you know, a, a, somebody putting money in your bank account. Um, Think of them as, a, as the person that they are, help them to, you know, enjoy your product and service, and that will build your business. It will build itself. 
Mm. And I love that you had a system for that, you know, even uh, though it was a, by today's standards, an old-fashioned system where you had a book, at least you had a system. And, you know, some people might criticise and say, oh, you know, that's a bit um, manufactured. But if you actually look at the intent behind what you did, the intent was you wanted your customers to feel good. And I know I did a similar thing when I was the franchise manager. I needed to have a call record to make sure that I was getting in touch with them a certain number of times a year and so that my boss could ask me at any time, you know, where's so-and-so up to and, and what have you been discussing? And like you, I would write in my diary some notes about that and if somebody was expecting a baby, I'd write down when the baby was due and each time I'd be talking about, well, how are they going and, oh, you know, um, it's not long now and different things like that and it's really the intent behind it and as you say you want to get to know your customers because then as you get to know them more it also helps you with your marketing because then you you find out the interests that they have and then some of the things that we wanted to talk about is well how do we fix it so first of all we find out more about our customers and then how can we use that information to then change our marketing so that we attract more of them. Well, it, it, it's exactly that. That what you do is you, if um, it, you would word your marketing so you only talk to, like for example, if you're talking to females, then the wording of your copy in your advertise in your advertisement, wherever it might be, whether it's you know on the paper or or online, um, has to reference that somehow so that you discount the males, and I don't mean that derogatory, but you know, for the marketing exercise, you don't want males contacting you, so you would specifically say that, you know, it's this offer is available to women, you know, in a certain age group, so you actually use that information to isolate your marketing, so you're only talking to those individuals. Mm -hmm. And in terms of where they like to spend their money, so for me, I found that most of these people had a boat and so then I could start to look at uh, boating companies or places where they kept their boats, marinas, etc. So maybe talk to the listeners a little bit there like you were with me in the break about joint ventures and other strategies. Yeah, well, one, one of the things we spoke about was that actually if you, for example, one of the... Um, ways of isolating your customers to look at what other products they buy. So, and, and if you used a boat analogy, like if somebody buys a boat, then they're going to need a trailer mm -hmm. so to, to tow the boat to the water. Um, and they're probably going to need ropes and stuff so they could, you know, do, and they need petrol cans and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So the other, the other providers would actually be providing that. So why not contact those providers and offer some kind of a joint venture so that, you know, you sell their products or promote their products. Uh, and it can be monetary, like you could, you know, you can look for a percentage of the, the sale or probably more beneficial is to you actually look for referrals so that you get some of their customers come to you and some of your customers go to, go to them. And it's, you know, it's a friendly joint venture. So there's no, you know, it's not, um, it's not a partnership, monetary partnership. It's just purely promoting each other. So you can look at other in your arena and encourage them to do to you know promote your services in return you promote theirs. 
I remember going to um, an accounting conference one time and they had a, a specialist in giving uh, similar to what you're saying there and the uh, example that they had was a person who built new homes and of course when you buy a new home you haven't generally got the time or the money to be putting in the landscaping, um, particularly the lawns and so what they would do is that they would have an arrangement with a lawn company and they would come and put the lawn in and then they would have an arrangement with the lawn mowing company and they would come and mow your lawn for the first month or two like that and so here was this little trio of people, the builder, the people who grew the lawn and planted it and then the, the lawn mower if you like um, and it was wonderful because what that did then was for every client that the builder had was then a referral as you say into the other two companies and you know if they did a good job then they stood a good chance of keeping the customer but that was a really clever way of marketing rather than putting an ad in the paper as you say and getting that hit and miss. Yeah no it is and, and it's target like it's, it's target marketing isn't it so it's you know, you're, you're isolating your customer, you're working out who else and what other products they like and, and enjoy, and you're, you know, you're associating with those other vendors in, to a common end where you're giving the customer what they want. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's giving a customer what they want. And if we think about our customers here as our listeners, then one of the things that I'm really keen on is that we give them quality education and quality content, uh, as well as being interesting. And I hope we're not boring. <laughs> so, uh, because I'm really passionate about helping people to create their ideal business lifestyle. And the only way that they can do that is if their business is actually working well for them. And so, you know, we help them with their HR, we help them with marketing, finance, uh, anything that is going to help the business owner to be able to delegate more, have a better running business, be more profitable, be more successful. And so, again, finding out what our listeners want would, would um, be something now I think that I might need to look at and find out so that I can make sure that I'm bringing them the, the guests that they actually want rather than the guests that I'm thinking is really of interest to them. So that you've really got me thinking there today, Fred. So thank you for that. That's fine. Just on that, my wife today, my wife runs an online business where she teaches women had to get the best out of their machine embroidery machine, so high-end domestic machine embroideries. But, so she, she runs online courses for that. Well, we actually just sent out a survey today mm -hmm. asking all of those questions. How did people find, like, you know, how did you find us? Um, what did you search for? Uh, which medium did you find us on? Was it Facebook, YouTube, um, LinkedIn, Pinterest? What, what was the medium? And what, you know, what was the reason you joined? Because it's a paid, um, paid monthly club that you runs. Mm -hmm. So what was the reason you joined the club? So, so really hard questions, and we've had some really good answers. So it's you know, and that now is building her avatar. So she'll get an understanding of what her ideal client is. So you know, so we're walking the walk too. We're not just talking the talk. Great. All right. Um, that's given me lots of food for thought and I think I'll be talking to my executive producer about how we might be able to do that. So we're going to take our final break now and when we come back, we'll put it all together. So listeners, we're going to wrap this all up so that you can look at your business, you can look at your marketing, you can work out what's working and what's not and what you can do about it. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
when it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. Well, we've been having a wonderful conversation today about marketing and whether you know if it's working and if it's not, what you can do about it. And so, Fred, would you now wrap it up for us? And then I believe that you've got an extra special gift for our listeners today if they're interested to know more. So uh, wrap it up for us and then tell us about the gift, please. Yeah, sure. I I think really the the essence of the, the conversation we've had today is that you've got to know um, first off, your market. So you've got to know the people that you're dealing with, who you want to deal with, and who are going to give you the best bang for your buck, or you know, and and the people that you actually want to set up relationships with. Mm-hmm. And the only way of really doing that is to know your numbers. So it's a matter of you know putting a line in the sand today, uh, analysing what your current situation is, because unless you know what the situation is, you don't know whether any change is good or bad. So mm-hmm. you need to first off analyse where you are today and what you're doing, um, and that's both from a you know, customer numbers perspective, um, Google Analytics, Facebook ads, whatever it might be. So get that um, down on paper and then work out who your ideal customer is and what you need to do to attract them and start tweaking. Um, just on the, the, the level of some of the courses that we have online and to help people do some of that, we've got you know courses for Facebook, courses for LinkedIn, courses for YouTube, for Pinterest, and they're all available. And if you don't mind, Shirley, I'll, I'll give you a, the listeners an indication of how they can get there. Sure. And it's easy. It's fredgillen.com slash courses. So if they go there, they can have a look at the courses. Um, if they want to get in touch with me, they just go to fredgillen.com. And there's contact pages there. They can Google me on the net. I'm all over the place. You can get me on Skype, on Facebook, wherever. Um, but the special I'd like to offer, and again, hopefully we can get this out to the clients, is that I'd like to offer 50% off any of the courses, and all of the courses, if, if somebody wants to pick them all up, 
um, and will give a 50% off. And all they need to do to do that is to, when they get to the car payout section, they just type in a special code. And that code is your name, Shirley. Um, so if they want to type in Shirley, they can get a 50% immediate discount on any of the courses. And um, hopefully they'll learn a lot and help them take their business to the place it needs to be. Wow, well, that's very, very generous of you. Thank you so much, Fred. And I think, you know, for our listeners today, uh, if you jump on to Fred's website there, which is Fred, F-R-E-D, Gillen, G-I-L-L-E-N.com and then forward slash courses, you'll see he's got quite a number of courses there and they're all up to date. And so I think the big message for everybody today taking away from this is that we, we all know that part of our marketing doesn't work. You know, we all invest in um, marketing and I love what you said. It's not an expense, it's an investment. And so if we invest in anything, of course, we want a return on investment. But if we're not analysing it, if we're not measuring it, then we can't improve on it. And so that's really the big takeaway for me is to look at your marketing and then to look at your ideal customer. And sometimes it's a matter of it's who you don't want to work with that then leads you into what you do want to or who you do want to work with, I should say, and then looking at where they get their information from. And so, Fred, it's it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. And I'm going to ask you one last question, which you're not expecting. <laughs> where to from here for you? You know, what, what's your next thing? If we, if we talk about businesses and evolution, uh, where are you headed? Well, I'm actually taking a leaf out of your book, Shirley. We've started an online radio show. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that's my next move and uh, we're putting a lot of effort and, and you know, and, uh, energy into that right now. So we're, we're going with the times because everything's, you know, either whether it's audio or video or whatever, but it's certainly internet-based and that's, mm -hmm. that's my next place. Yes, and uh, and I've oh, and I must say I've been interviewed on your show, and it was also a pleasure, and it was uh, a different feeling to be in the in the other seat. So thank you for that opportunity. And so, where can people find your radio show? Um, it's uh, it's actually it's radio a b i that's a for Adam, b for Bob, i for India dot com dot au. So they can they can find it, and they can listen to your interview. Yes. <laughs> yes, well, we'll certainly be promoting that, that's for sure. Okay. Which was really good, by the way. I, I really enjoyed that too. So it was magic. Yes, and, and I think we're kindred spirits there in that, you know, what we really want to do is to bring information to people so that you know you don't have to go to university and study a four-year degree you don't have to go to a technical college you haven't got to go and spend hours listening or, or reading in the library you can come and we've got the experts for you so that you can get years and years of worth of experience in a short amount of time and really maximize your return on investment for that so talking of return on investment Today, Fred, it was fantastic, and I think maybe that's what we should call you from now on is Fantastic Fred. <laughs> so, <laughs> Love it, love it. Don't know whether my wife will. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all we have time for today. I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. You've been listening to Reclaim Your Freedom, and we've been talking with business mentor and online marketing strategist and authority, Fred Gillen. Thanks so much for joining us. Until next week, remember my favourite quote by Herbert Spencer, the great aim of education is not knowledge but action. Be sure to implement what you learn today so you too can create your ideal business lifestyle. 
Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, relax just a bit and have a great week. Enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll see you here for the next show.